This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on the program, we want to hear about your February fixes. What are you working on? What are you, what are you thinking about working on? This is a weird time of year for uh, home improvement because the, the cold chases you inside, and then you have to figure out what you want to do inside. So anyway, join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, I must say that I'm about, I'm the one of our normal crew here this morning that is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, however, uh, Jeff is back, and uh, he's got a tan. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to do my regular thing of saying, "Hey, what are you guys been working on?" But I thought, man, I might just get a bunch of. Uh, I don't know. So, so what do you think? Uh, what are you guys up to? What are you working on? Well, I think Jeff, you just had one of these too. I just celebrated a birthday. Um, Mine was September. Yours was... Mine was Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the big 6-0. big 6-0. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, And to celebrate, one of the things that I did was, you know, I love group projects. I I just love whenever you get a group of people together to do something. So uh, on my birthday, some folks came over, and they brought lunch, and then we did a project at my house, and it was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) And what project did you do well it wasn't too intricate we um i had some vegetation in the yard that i wanted to clean uh, out okay, and yeah, so, yeah gotcha, it didn't want gotcha. anything i am getting ready to and i've started uh pulling the boards up on my deck and replacing those oh i yeah. need to, i need to do the same thing you know and then they get rotten so coming back from um we've been in key west so my wife is all about now wanting to do uh, all kind of vegetation. She and wants a Key West house in right, Mississippi. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tell her to come to my house and check it out, man. I oh, kind of got right. that. That's right. <laughs> Those invasive species can be kind of expensive, so watch out. Palms and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the thing with palm trees? What they're do- Have you seen that on the coast, Jeff, what they're doing with those palm trees? Well, it's They plant fun- them sideways. You know, we're— Oh, for the wind? No. What? They just... We're building a, a hotel down there. They, so, um, funny you mentioned that. Um, we just got approval while oh, I was okay. going. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, tell me about these sideway palm trees. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, w- I have some friends who have a place down there, mm-hmm. and I looked across the water from where they are. They're up in one of those little mm-hmm. inlet things. Uh-huh. And there were palm trees planted in X's. And I'm they not, said that's I'm, kind of the rage. I'm not, I'm not familiar. Yeah, yeah, I felt so sorry for those palm trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got you. So, so one going, uh, so so they're crossing each other. 
They're not exact. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, Mama I had you planting they, them on a wall somewhere. No, no, no. Mama yeah. would have said you'd planted them cattywampus. Oh, okay. So they And they do that on purpose. And I, I was gotcha. like, that poor tree. Right. I feel so sorry for that thing. Well, I um, – uh, and, and Tom is on the line. I'm going to get to him in just a moment. But, boy, did I open up a can this weekend. Uh-oh. Well, and it wasn't that big a deal. But I decided this weekend I was going to paint my hallway in the home. But – all of these things I were doing, I was like, God, I got to talk about this on the show. Got to talk about this on the show because I ran across all this different stuff. So I made a little list of things that I that I ran into that I wanted to talk about on the show about painting a hallway, which is a mm. perfect February project. It by is. The way. Well, it's inside. It's inside. First of all, I don't know if you've ever done this, but take like a lamp or a flashlight or something big Uh-oh. and turn on more light Uh-oh. in your mm-hmm. hallway. Then you'll really oh, want to paint. That's, that's, that's how we inspect our sheetrock. Oh, really? With a, with a, a spotlight. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, uh, you know, you forget that, you know, everybody goes and yeah, I painted this room and I painted this room. Everybody goes through the hallway and touches it on the sides and bangs up against stuff yeah. and carrying furniture. And, and it was unbelievable. I had no idea. So, Anyway, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, I was pulling nails from the wall to, to fill, to fill, you know, in the holes so I could paint, right? And one of the nails was kind of rusty and got me on the finger. And I, the reason why I wanted to mention this is that I never worry about that. And the reason why I don't is that I got a tetanus shot. Yep. And we don't mention that, I think, mm-hmm. enough on this show that if you're going to do some of these projects where especially you come across metal and, you know, rusty or whatever else, sure. um, a tetanus shot is just mandatory for someone doing uh, larger DIY work, you know. Um, or inspecting. <laughs> yeah, or inspecting. Yeah. Is your tetanus good for 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, as a matter of fact, when I cut myself, I thought, uh, 2014. Okay, I got a couple more years before yeah. I be, you know. So I'm okay. But I did want to mention getting a tetanus shot. If you're going to do stuff, that's around, that's not a bad thing to talk about. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, it's such a good idea. I got my first tetanus shot when I was a child because a, a snapping turtle latched on. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, I thought I, you know, I love nature, so I was going to pet it oh, and it grabbed my good. thumb. Whoa, that's so old, done. How old were you? I was probably six or seven. <laughs> well, I'll tell that you. turtle would not let go. Oh, oh man. I finally, I was slinging my finger around, and he <laughs> went flying through the yard. I mean, he was like a Frisbee. I threw him so hard. So my parents took me to the doctor, and I'll never, it was my first shot that I remember, you know. And so I'm squinching up, and oh, my God, they're going to get me shot. And I didn't even feel it. I had to get one um, when I was young, and it was for uh, the Jimmy Buffett reason. I stepped on a pop top. Ah. You know, but that used to happen a lot, like on a beach, when, when you used to have the pop the tops on the cans. Yeah, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. The you pulled them off. Yeah. yeah. They were dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Home inspectors get them because we're hitting our head all the time. Right, right. <laughs> all the time. Um, a couple of other things that, that, I, that, that I did that I thought, you know, I should mention this real quick. Um, I took all the switch. You know, to paint, you should take all your switch plates off, oh, like please. the outlets and everything else. Yeah. Something you can do when you do that, if you hadn't thought of it, I put all of my switch plates from the hallway into the dishwasher and ran them that night. Yeah. And, 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 and they didn't melt. They didn't hurt. No. 
No. Awesome. And they and, awesome. and they idea. came out sparkly clean, and I put them back, and they looked like new. I didn't realize how funky they had become. Well, then did your yeah. switch look dingy? Huh? Did the toggle look dingy? The toggle <laughs> did look dingy, so I took a rag to it and kind of you know cleaned, cleaned it, off. it up real yeah. good. Um, another thing, look, folks. I know you see it on the DIY channels. You see these pros going in and cutting this line with their with their paint just perfectly, and it's always right. You're not a pro. Use tape. Uh, like painting tape, painter's uh, be tape. I'm sure it's painting tape, but well, I'm a pro. I don't need the tape. And, le- and let me let me well, say this: the reason why I say this is because I, I paint uh, maybe a couple of rooms a year. That's not pro status, and I don't do it enough to get really fine at it. But what I can do is I didn't ex- I didn't I didn't buy the expensive tape. You you only need to read on the label how to use the tape, and it's fine. So I still use blue tape was what I was using, you know, blue painter's tape. Right. Um, but, you know, on this particular label, the per, the kind that I bought, it said, you know, put the, t- the tape on, paint, and pull that tape immediately off. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't leave it there. No, don't leave it there. And so even if it was the $2 tape, if you use it properly, it worked great. Cut some beautiful lines. So, uh, you know, another thing, too, about painting and people, when they go to the paint store, you know, a gallon of paint's expensive. Yes. Well, then you go over to get the paintbrush, and you have mm-hmm. a, a $50 mm-hmm. brush down to a $2 brush. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, the general person's going to say, well, wait, I'm only using this thing one time. I'm getting the $2 brush. Mm-hmm. Right. Big mistake. Yeah. That, that, that $50 brush will help you cut those nice lines. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's expensive. You and I were thinking the same thing because I'm like, do not skimp on your brush. No. Well, and, and uh, to... To say that for for those of you that might not do this often, uh, the difference in that brush is if you paint, you'll notice cheaper brushes will will make more streaking kind That's of right. look. Yep. Well, the paint doesn't uh, go on right. right. And did you also know? My mother taught me this: if you can't get finished in one day, you can put that paintbrush in a ziploc baggie and yep. stick it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Well, I didn't know about the refrigerator. Right? Yeah, yeah put it in the fridge. And hmm. it'll last. I've done that with stain. I've yeah. done it with wow. paint. Because I'll, I'll work. I can only work on the weekends. Right. Because after I've worked all day, I'm not going to do something at my house. Right. I'm sorry. I'm just not. <laughs> but on the weekends, so I wouldn't finish. And yeah. so I just stick it in the refrigerator, and it's ready to go the next weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, I've made him wait too long. Tom is on the line in Brandon. He's got uh, lights in the kitchen. You have an issue there, Tom? I do. I uh talking about february projects i had intended not to do anything in february <laughs> don't we all <laughs> anyhow i uh in my kitchen i have uh five i don't know if you call them pocket lights can lights with the spotlight type uh mm-hmm. bigger light yeah and i have five of them the three as you walk in from my garage into the kitchen there's three on the left side two on the right uh as soon as I get to the kitchen above the first light switch, I have three light switches that turn on and off these five lights in the kitchen. Right. And as I come into the kitchen, the light switch that's first there, uh, there's one light over it, and then the other four are across from each other uh, further into the kitchen. Right. I come in. Uh, Sunday night, everything's fine. Monday night, I come in. I turn on that first switch and only one of the five lights lights up and it's the one right over the switch i say well maybe there's a breaker that's tripped so i go and all the breakers are fine i flip them back and forth anyway for the lights 
and I go back and turn the lights back on, and now the first and the third on the left side. <laughs> it's a slow motion disco. Playing play a game with you now. <laughs> well, and I wonder, when you when you flip the switch, let me ask you something real quick. Sure. The switch itself, does the switch itself say on and off, or is it blank? It's up and down. So uh, is it blank, though? I mean, does it have any words yeah. on the... You know, no, there's no words. If there's no words, then it's most likely a two-way switch or a three-way switch, I mean. Um, well, well, like I say, there's three different switches that turn this these lights on and off. But let me continue for just a second. So I decide, well, maybe, you know, I've only had maybe one of these. I still have some of the older, I don't know if they're halogen or just what they are, lights up there. So I decided, well, maybe one or two burned out. Although, you know, I've only had one burnout and then maybe the second one burnout about the time I put the ladder back. But uh, but now there's there's several. So I went ahead and uh, had uh, LED lights. So I replaced all five with LED lights. I turned on the switch, all five lights break. Uh, that night, Tuesday night, I come in, none of them are working. Uh this morning, all five are working. So, I'm completely They're yeah. haunted. <laughs> I'm hoping that this collective there's a short yeah yeah there's a short in the switch this actually it, it sounds not, like a switch issue yeah and it doesn't sound like a bad it's not a it doesn't sound like a bad thing and switches uh have you ever changed a, an electric switch no no okay okay <laughs> and I, okay i'm probably not intending to i okay hire someone electricity i don't deal with you gotcha well and and uh that's okay this particular problem like jeff said i i think you're you're probably going to find in your switches which is not a huge expense from even an electrician's point of view you're just going to have to pay for that labor you know yeah um, yeah I, I think it's pretty simple i think it's a switch going bad on you yeah how old is it how old's the house uh, he's, yeah, he's got he's got LEDs. I mean, uh, um, halogens. 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 Yikes. So it's not that. Yeah. No, it, but then did, didn't you say you changed out the LED? Yes. Okay. Okay. So there. it's it's switch. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so that you know, uh, if you changed out to LED, not all switches were made for LED. So. Um, you might want to check on that, especially. Yeah, if they, and the fixture itself may not be for that either. Right. For so sometimes in, um, and I've found this, and I don't know if anybody else has this experience, but you ever go to the big box store and mm. you just stand and stare at all the light bulbs? Right. Oh, it's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean. It's one whole aisle. It, yeah. yeah. It's the entire aisle. I mean, it's so complicated, just, you don't know what to do. You don't yeah. know what to do. And sometimes the fixtures that are put in are only for specific types of bulbs. So probably the first thing I would do is maybe get a flashlight, get up on the ladder, mm-hmm. take the bulb out, and see if you can see any type of labeling in there for the particular type of light. I, I'm dealing with a little bit of the same issue in my kitchen uh-huh. and and that's something that I really need to do myself. Or, um and yeah, just make 06 sure O six wasn't quite an L A D moment yet. You know, it yeah. wasn't quite there. 
Yeah, and you've got it. You really need to be careful because you know it used to be wattage. We had to deal yeah. with use the right wattage in a fixture, and a lot of fires started because folks were using the incorrect, right? You know, bulb. But that's the that's where I would start just to check that, and then be sure you're using the right bulb for that fixture. And then if that doesn't work, then I agree with Jeff that it's probably a switch. And you, if you could hire a professional or um, and you could do it yourself. It's not that hard. Yeah, you could, but if you don't feel comfortable with electricity, do not do it. Uh, right. Electricity is not a place where you decide to give it a go. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't tell you much. I have the same light fixtures in my living room and bedroom, and as the older bulbs went out, I've replaced them with LEDs, and they all seem to work fine. And like I say, all five came on this morning, so uh, I'm assuming that. The fixtures are okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Then you back at the switch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, and I Tom. Think I know which switch it is. <laughs> but thank you for your brain thrust. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. Uh, let's keep uh, moving. Number of calls, 877-MPB-RINGS. Time for us to take our first break of the hour. And today we want to hear from you. What are you working on this February? If you have a question, uh, want to join the show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You're listening to Fix It 101. It's what Jeff's heard on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Piva. Says she's certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got an email, and it mentioned, and I just told uh, Jeff, it mentioned, uh, one of the former hosts here on MPV, Del Moore, who I just love, but the, the person said, could y'all go over that thing about the cutoff valves on the toilets being inclined to burst? Ever since Del Moore said he wouldn't go to sleep in a house with a fuse box, I've been on edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> And now I've about gone over the edge. I have installed water shutoff valves all over my house, toilets, sinks, etc. And now I feel like I'm living below the Ross Barnett Reservoir <laughs> Dam. <laughs> so we were talking about the the little water shutoff valves that you can buy from you know from anywhere. These uh, valves, and if you hold them, you can really kind of tell their their quality is kind of missing uh, a little bit there's not a lot of heftiness to these well, things they're 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 built for to uh, turn the water on once yeah and, and it's called a stop right. it, it, the proper name is called a stop but uh, well there's it's probably called something else in a stop that's what we call them right i, I call it a valve so okay. <laughs> really? okay. i mean uh, um but but anyway uh i think they're designed to be used two or three times Right, right. You know, turn it on, turn it off, only if you're going to service that particular 
device right. Fixture, yeah. that it's right. feeding. There's no mm-hmm. reason to turn it off otherwise. And the reason why we're, we're saying that and the reason why it scares people, if you sit there and turn it on and off and on and off and on and off over and over and over, I promise it'll break in your hand before it's mm-hmm. over. Of course. Yeah. yeah, it's just not designed. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a faucet. Right. No, it's not designed wow. for that. So you turn it on, leave it on, and you should be okay. Now, your shutoff valve for your house is different. Yes. I just recommend everybody go out and practice. Yeah. And then when you go on vacation, when you That's fly right. down to Key West, That's right. turn, turn the water turn off. It off. And, yeah. and to Dell's uh, opinion of not sleeping in a house with a fuse box, that's his prerogative. That's his, <laughs> listen, I would rather sleep in a house with a fuse box than a, than, uh, a breaker. breakers. Yeah, really? They're more reliable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Let's uh, let's go on. We've got uh, who's uh, Judy is on the line in Richmond. What's going on, Judy? It's June, J-U-N-E. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Oh, that's all right. I want to ask a question about my shower. I put had my plumber and my carpenter put in a shower pan that's five foot by four foot deep, and the drain is across the back. And, of course, they had a little trouble getting it in, but they finally got it in. I had my tile bin tile it all up real nice, and when they got through and turned on the water, the water puddled in the middle of the pan. Um, I asked the carpenter what they could do, and they said, must have been a bad pan. I called the company. They said, well, did you put the uh, insulation or the foam under it? And they said, no, we never do. So no one ever fixed it. I have a fix for it, but how would you fix that? I had someone from Jackson supposed to come by and look and see about filling in some, but they called back and said they would not do it. Okay. Um, wow, man, I'm so sorry about this. Is this a fiberglass base? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, ma'am. Okay, fiberglass base with a um, tile up on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Single membrane. You know what I'm talking about, and it, and it And it pulls in the center, which means it's not been supported in the, in the Underneath center. it. Do you right. have access? Can you get underneath it? Very barely. Not mm. really. I've got a little side part, but... Mm. Neither the carpenter, nor the company, nor the plumber would take responsibility. Of course not. Right, right. 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 Nobody right. wants it. Of course not. Yeah. Well, what it sounds like. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, what it, what it sounds like is installation um, done d- that was not done properly. Um, so. Is it going to have to all come out, Jeff? To fix it right, it is. It really is. Yeah. I, I didn't even want to say it. I'm so sorry. I know it. But well, it's not coming out. But the man, I called the company, and they said there was a man that Mike could drill a small hole and pump in the foam to lift it up. And the gentleman came by and was crazy, and then he called back the next day and said, let's do it. Well, I, I don't like that idea. No, because now you got a um, hole in the basement. Right, yeah. <laughs> that you're pumping foam under it and, well, you know. None of yeah, that. I'll tell you how I fixed it. Oh, you oh you have fixed it. I just squeegee it out. Oh, yeah. squeegee it out. That, that there works you go. too. Yeah, get you a squeegee. So, you fix it for three dollars. <laughs> there you go. go. Well, let me make a suggestion, and you tell me if this will work or not, because I'm just sitting here pondering this whole thing. What we have to think about whenever we're looking at a situation like this is what are our possibilities? I'm wondering, this is going to sound crazy because I hadn't seen it, but I'm wondering if I can take a cut two by four and get it underneath there and then wedge it up. Interesting. Possibly. Well, we, we kind of, it's got an opening underneath it 
beside the heater closet that's about three inches tall. So you could get something. You could under get there. a, a two-by-four is, what's the nominal on that? It's one and three-quarter. Right. So you can turn that sideways and take it underneath there, and then if you could get your hand under and then just flip it up on its, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. on the three-inch, three-and-a-half side. Foundation. I am on a raised foundation, and I asked them if they could cut underneath there and do something. They were afraid they'd cut the tub. You know, you might be able to from underneath there. A lot of times on these conventional foundations, like, and I know this because in my house I had a raccoon living under my tub, Mm -hmm. because the drain (laughs) comes down. Right. I bet you've got access underneath there. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But nobody would fix it, so I just gave up. Oh man! I'm sorry. The squeegee's working. Yeah. Yeah. The squeegee's working. I'm just gonna leave it alone, I guess, because I spent a lot of money and it's beautiful looking and. They go under there and start messing with it. That's right. Well, you know, people people are kind of nervous to go in behind someone else, and then there's a warranty issue and liability uh, issue. Um, my warranty was not there because yeah, that, they yeah. did not put the yeah. proper things underneath there. I'm, I'm, and they said, oh, well, we don't spray that stuff under there. It makes a mess when you try to take it out. Oh, boy. I can almost guarantee you there's access underneath there. If you wanted to try to get in a handyman or somebody, go underneath right. there and brace it up from yeah. the bottom. But if not, yeah. hang on to your squeegee. Yeah. Get yourself a, a nice holder for the shower to, mm-hmm. to hang it up in. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks, right, Jude. I appreciate the answer. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, right. Jason, before yeah. we go to the uh, next call, we got uh-huh. a quick email. And um, Jeff was out last week, but it talks about this brand of filter Pam mentioned uh, last week. Uh, we had an email from Jim. Um, what kind of filter? Yeah, the water a, filter. We were talking about water filters. The whole was it the whole house? And, well, oh, he yeah. was asking about whole house, and I've just got the one at the Aquasana. Is mine is just at the faucet? Right. So Aquasana. Yeah. Yeah, mine was an Aquasana, but I don't. They, maybe they do whole house filters. I don't have any they do? idea. Yeah. Well, oh, are you talking do. about that brand? I, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know they make a whole house filter, but right. I don't know if Aquasana mm. does it. They, right. They're the ones that I just I use all my drinking water. Um, well, my daddy's always said I ain't paying for a bottle of water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, uh, Pam, we got another caller, Joanne, uh, who asked, when you put the paintbrush in the fridge, are you talking about the bristle or the roller or either? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah. That answers it'll, that. It'll that work. was quick and easy. It works. All right. Let's keep going. Terry's been on the line for way too long. What's going on, man? You built a new house? Yes. I built a new house about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And everything is perfect, except in the master bedroom, the lights flicker when you turn it on. All the other lights are fine, but just in the master bedroom, it flickers. It flickers. It flickers. Okay. So um, does it flicker when you turn the switch, or does it constantly flicker? It constantly flickers. Have you tried changing a bulb, and it still does it? No, ma'am. Uh, and we do have, my wife did put those LED bulbs in. You know, uh, hmm. uh, I wonder if he's got I an uninsulated can light. Could be. Mm-hmm. Now, are these, this is on can lights? Uh, or hanging fixture? Uh, no, this is on the ceiling light. The light mounts to the ceiling. No, it's on a fan. I'm sorry. Oh, it's on a fan. It's on okay, a fan. it's on a fan. Oh, okay. let me tell you, fans yeah. are notorious because yeah. typically, unfortunately, if not installed just just right, they tend to wiggle. 
And anything that wiggles with electricity will eventually wiggle out of its um, place. Um, One of the things, there's a couple of different wires going to that, but the, the, the light kit... There's a blue wire going to the light kit that 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 gives the power to it. And if it's not fully connected or if it's a short or something like that, uh, when you turn it on, the, it, it, it could simply be a piece of uh, exposed wire hitting the metal casing. It's, um, and I'll tell you something else, what? too, because I'm, I was thinking wiring, too. But let's go back to this conversation we're having about bulbs again. Uh-huh. If you use an incorrect bulb, especially on a, a fan light kit, it's going to flicker. Yeah. It, if you use an LED mm-hmm. on something that was designed for a different kind of bulb, mm-hmm. it will be like it it. it it doesn't – it's not getting the energy right, and so it just has this mm-hmm. constant – it's not a – almost you don't notice that it's flickering. Right. But it's just not getting enough juice because it's not, it's not the right fixture. Right. And, and if, uh, if the fixture was purchased uh, to work with incandescent bulbs uh, – we don't know when the fixture was purchased. But if it was and you put LEDs in it, there may be the issue there. There will be an issue because yeah. I've had that at my house. Okay. I've had that exact same okay. issue at my home. Uh, well, she changed it. LEDs throughout the house, and that's the only one that flickered. Yeah, I would go back to a different kind of bulb and see if that helps. Yeah, I change the bulb and see if it does not flicker. You know, uh-huh. uh, that might be a quick way to see if it's the bulb. Just change it, and if it doesn't flicker, you're good. Um, otherwise, uh, what we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, since yeah. this is very uh, centralized to one space in your home, we could be talking switch. Yeah, know? it could be the switch, or you can buy those kits for those fans. Yeah. So you yeah, can literally just change the light kit on the fan. Yeah, and those aren't terribly expensive. Uh, you can get them terribly expensive but you don't have to so do it in this order first you want to change the bulb go Mm -hmm. back to an older type bulb look and see if you see a label on that fixture Mm -hmm. and then second change the switch and see if that works because that's the cheapest thing right and then look at a new light kit on the fan and the light kits on fans are typically no more than what would used to be like a a incandescent bulb no more than 40 watts Mm -hmm. on a fan because they've got three bulbs typically you know so easy to install right right so, all right, I uh, hope that helps out, Terry. Uh, give those options a shot. All right, let's keep going. Regina's on the line in Jackson. She wants tips on how to put down pavers. Hey, Regina. Yeah, you know, I uh, got out there and uh, since it's wet and dug up an uh, area, a little circle, about maybe 10 by 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the grass out. The rest of it has died. Now, should I put sand down? I got still got to smooth that uh, Mississippi dirt out some. Right. Put me, uh, make my own little homemade patio. Uh-huh. Well, sand is is a huge part of this, uh, but it might not be the first thing you put down. If uh, I don't know what what else might you. Well, okay, you you've removed your um, your sod, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I removed the uh, grass. Yeah, okay. I got okay. the lawn out, and I just got the, the dirt. There you go. That's what that's, that's what you need to do. And uh, so now it's all good and level, correct? 
Uh, not yet. I got to get out there and kind of uh, do a little bit more to smooth it out. You know how this dirty is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I would once I got my ground where I feel that it's level enough for me. Um, I'm going to put my pavers down, and then I'm going to take my silica or my sand, and I'm going to start putting brushing it into my um, pavers. Um, it's best if you have a border. Make your border out of uh, treated uh, uh, material uh, or metal, and then put your pavers in there. Then take the sand and broom it in. That that helps hold everything nice and sturdy. Now I don't. I, I see people putting these strings down, trying to exit out and get it uh, straight and stuff. Right. I'm not going to do all. Well, you know, that's the beautiful thing about your patio in your backyard. Right. Yeah. The only person that you have to make happy is you. Right. That's right. But the lines, the lines, I will say, having done something close to this, the lines will help you to the, – the, the funny thing when you get into doing something like this is that you're so focused on the thing, the 12 inches right there in front of you, the paver that you're just working on. You may not be calculating where exactly where you put the last paver. That line is a helper. That's it's all a it helper. And something that I did, I built a um, – I wanted a, an area where I could set my fire pit. So I hmm. put down some cloth material mm-hmm. uh, directly on the dirt to help with weed growth between the pavers. Oh, that's a good idea. So it just kind of blocks – so I'm not always Is having like to... that like that black weed cloth kind of stuff? Yeah, you get... I think that's what I used. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I used. And that... I did mine in a circle. So all I did was put... I put a nail uh-huh. right in the middle of where I wanted to go. Uh-huh. And then I had a string. And I used a can of paint, uh, spray paint. And I tied Make the string circle. to the spray paint mm-hmm. can and just did a big circle. Right. And then that was the area that I worked in. Made yourself a huge compass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good yeah. for you. Um, all right, Regina, does that help? Yes, she said I do have some of those ground covers. So after I smooth it out, I can put the ground cover down and then put the pavers on top of that. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I did too is I I actually put a little sand down. Well, it was funny because they had come in and changed the sand in my filter, and they were going to haul that off. I was like, "Don't take that anywhere. I need that." Right. <laughs> So I put that sand down and got that as level as I could. It wasn't a really unlevel right. area anyway. And then I put the cloth on top of that. Right. Then when I put my pavers down, I used a slag material and put that in between my pavers instead of just the sand. And it just added a little bit of um, texture, I guess. It was a little different. But my pavers had some space between them. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put down pavers that really don't have a whole lot of space, Sand's then the sand is the, the way only to go. Way, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, then. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Regina. Let's uh, keep on moving. Charlie's been waiting too long in Leland. What's going on, Charlie? Oh, hey. I just wanted to uh, follow up in um, last week's discussion of whole house water filters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just finished uh, building a house, and I installed. It's a simple. It's made by Culligan. It's about the size of a. Uh, remember a Stanley thermos bottle. Uh huh. And we've got a variety of uh, filters that go from it. You know that use that come with it. One comes with it, and then they've got charcoal and all kind of other stuff. But it's relatively cheap, and it's very easy. It's just 
I put it right in, installed it right in the line past my shutoff valve, uh, right up underneath the house. Because mm-hmm. now I'm four feet off the ground, so it's easy access for me. Right. Right. Does it have um, a like? Is it? Does it tell you to replace your filter every so often? No. No, and depending on what kind of water line, the one I'm here on Lena, we get a lot of uh, red iron through it. So I have to replace it about once a month because it will clog up. And you'll notice because the water pressure. Your flow will go down. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Awesome. But uh, I'm using the charcoal one, so that probably helps to need, you know, more often. Right. I think it's tighter. But, uh, But it works really well, and I don't think the thing was 40 bucks. Oh, wow. Huh. And Very I get, interesting. I get two, two charcoal filters for about 12 bucks. Hmm. So, wow. You know, it's okay. simple. You cut off valve on the top of it. You just turn the little valve off, unscrew the thing, drop it out, put a new one in, screw it right back on, turn it right back on. Yeah, yeah that's what I was talking about. Right. You do have to change all those yeah. systems. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I see folks do is they forget about it. <laughs> Well, almost all the filters are carbon, uh, activated carbon filters, mm-hmm. uh, which are fantastic. But the, the point of activated carbon is its its rate of absorption. You know, it can absorb a, a ton of stuff. Well, eventually, you know, you, you've absorbed all the stuff you can absorb. And you just have like to me. change it. Yeah. I have a saturation point. <laughs> right? Is that three drinks in? Yeah, yeah, that's all. I got a limit. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Uh, I hope. Thank you for the tip, man. That was a great idea. I hope people listen. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. Let's keep on moving. TJ's on the line, and Kaziesko's got a comment about a finish technique. What are you finishing here, TJ? Yeah, uh, it's cold, so I'm in the shop, and I'm I'm restoring another uh, steamer trunk. Mm. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, I do a couple every year, and uh, I use amber shellac. You ever use that, Pam? Amber shellac. Man, I don't just think the word I have. Shellac Tell me about yeah, what, it. What is shellac? Um, Old lacquer? No. What is well, that, TJ? It's it's made overseas, but you can buy it at a good paint store or a good hardware store. It's amber shellac. Uh huh. And when you buy something old, or you have a piece of wood that you want to look old. Go get some amber shellac and put it on there, huh. and you will be bum puzzled. Uh, I got so. How does one spell you put that shellac? Word in a promo. <laughs> shellac s s h e l l a c. It's been around for two hundred years. Yeah, I'll be yeah. darn. It's, okay, it's it's two things mixed together to make shellac. I think. Yeah, really? that's right. It's lacquer um, and uh, something else. But yeah. Um, it, it it dries very fast. You got to work quick, right? Huh? And, it, uh, it, it it is beautiful. It's old timer stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. I'm gonna have to go get me some. All right. Everybody needs it's a little shellac. Yeah. And I use it on these steamer trunks because I usually do two every year, and they're getting hard to find. You know, those things were made at the turn of the century, right? That went on the steamships. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know the uh, some of them are flat on the top, right? Mm-hmm. And some of them are round, right? You know why? You know why? 
No, no, but tell me something interesting. Because they stack. Right. Some of them stack. stack. Oh. The poor people had the flat ones. The rich people had the round ones, and they had to put the round ones on top of the... Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. That's a hierarchy yeah. thing. Right. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Okay. <laughs> did, did not know that. That's how come I knew I had a square one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right, All right TJ, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Don is in Hernando and, uh, oh, man, a sulfur smell at the hot water heater. Ruh, ruh. Yeah, this happens. Um, go for it, Don. Thanks for calling. Hey, uh, I've been, uh, have a well system, and uh, it started, you know, not long after we moved in. And, you know, we changed out the anode rod. Uh, in it, and they also shocked the uh, shell uh, the well with uh, chlorine. You know, those were two things that they did for it, and that was a. It seemed to work for a while, but then it has come back and pretty pretty, you know, bad smell. But what I wanted to ask about was I went online, and they have these uh, node rods that you put in that has an electrical. Uh, current that goes through it supposedly will kill the bacteria that produces the sulfur smell. Really? Uh, before I did that, I was going to go ahead and, you know, drain my tank, you know, part way. Right. Uh, to make sure of the sediment down at the bottom and everything. I was going to do that just to, uh, you know, drain it down. Some. Yeah. But I just wanted y'all's opinion on, you know, the. Uh, those rods, and also, like I said, I have changed out the rod once, and uh, but that's I the, haven't pulled it out to check it to see what it looks like. Yeah, that's the rod that. Uh, that's the rod that uh, Jeff you were talking about last week. The rod that is, uh, I think it was Jeff that 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 accumulates all the ick. That's right. You know, right. Whatever. Yeah. What's that called again? Tanked water. Anode, uh, tanked water anode. heaters yeah. have them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you said you have replaced the anode before. Right, and we have, and one of the things that uh, you got to be careful of is the warranty on the, uh, you know, you got to be careful that because if you change out the anode rod, it may uh, void the warranty. On the water heater. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And you, you're saying something that I've not heard before. You're saying that there is actually an anode rod that has an electric current going through it, so right. it's it's, yeah. it's hooked to something electrical. Right, it's a it's a you know hooks into a one ten outlet and uh, it's fascinating. Kill kill that bacteria. There's a bacteria that's in there that produces the sulfur smell. There, you know, I don't know what right. they release the gas, and that's what it's that's from that bacteria. What are so, you seeing uh, um, online as far as the reviews on that type of product? What are other people that, saying about well, it? Yeah, you know, there was a couple of reviews. You know, uh, there was nothing to, uh, you know, bad reviews, but and they had some good reviews about saying, you know, within a couple of hours it had reduced, and then within a day it had totally, you know, gone away. Oh, wow. So that's what I had. That's why I was calling just to see if y'all had heard about those particular rides. No, I I'm haven't. Not. What that, is the cost on something like that? It was, I can't remember the exact cost, but it was not bad. It was, you know, a hundred or less. Oh, wow. And okay. then I'm assuming you're going to have to be near some type of an outlet. Do you hardwire it or do you just plug it into an outlet? 
Well, I think, you know, I haven't checked upstairs since I saw that online, and I think the only outlet I have is the outlet that the actual uh, uh, hot water heater plugs into. It's all electric. Oh, okay, yeah. So you've got a, a box up there, but don't don't use that one. Right. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> don't, don't use that one. Um, yeah, that would be the biggest challenge is trying to, figuring out how you're going to get the power to it. I'd probably hire an electrician for that to get power down i've got i've got lights run you know that are on in my attic and it'd be easy to uh adapt you know an outlet siphon some power yeah Uh uh-huh right that's not that's not a big issue it's just i didn't know if y'all had heard of that uh, that kind of a rod before i'm going to recommend that you do that dawn and report back and tell us us how it goes <laughs> yeah, you you be the guinea pig. You're a fix it one on one guinea pig. <laughs> Crash test dummy. Yeah, well, I'm so grateful because see now I know to look for something. If I go up to an electric water heater, I'm like, what's that wire for? Right. <laughs> what are they doing right there I'm for? Gonna, I'm going to check with the plumber that that put in my water heater just to check to see what they say, and also right. go online with with the type of water heater that I have and see what it says about you know. Voided warranties or anything like that. Right. Well, and check your how old's a water heater? It's uh, less than two years. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. you've yeah. got like six more years. I think what's the warranty on a water heater? Seven right. years. Yeah, they're all about seven. Well, that's about yeah. when they die. Is yeah. seven years in one day? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And that's always smart. Check the check the warranty. You know, and another thing you could do, Don, is just check with the manufacturer on the water heater itself. And ask them, you know, um, not this, only about warranty, but about the electric yeah. anode. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. another good reason to have a tankless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, and if I had gas, I would have. But now, hey, <laughs> you know, you know, you can switch to uh, propane. Yeah, we, we that's one uh, option we had when we moved here, and we decided. Uh, we were trying to le- watch the dollar spent, you know, in the, building. All right, I understand. Mm. Yeah, we we spent our money uh, on going ahead and getting the entire house phoned, and which is which is great because okay. our, our our electric bill is only about you know one twenty yeah. one thirty a year. So you phoned? I mean, I mean a month. You phoned your attic. We did phone the attic. Okay. My builder, my builder suggested that, and you know, it, it, during the summertime, it never goes above like seventy nine or eighty degrees yeah. during the well, summer. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so, there's so no he, gas. Well, so. that's right. So, so he's he is insulating the entire envelope. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. So. Yeah. I bet it's quiet hey, in there, there too. There's pros and cons to it, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. Well, and and Jeff, if you lose your gig owning a uh, home repair place. You can always sell tankless water here. That, That's there right. you go. I'm the ta- if you if you if you turn to tankless water heater, it's a picture of me right. uh-huh. holding a tankless I'm water holding heater. Holding a tankless right. water heater. I love them. All right, uh, I, and we all. I always enjoy this. Timothy. Timothy is off, the, off grid. the grid in Louisiana, and he's got the story of shellac. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, Timothy, you have the spotlight. Well, the proper name is bugwing shellac. It's from a thrips from Indonesia and Southeast Asia. Wow. This is a uh, this is a bug that lives on trees and it sucks sap. Don't even tell me they that. You're making this up now. <laughs> no, okay, they, so you're telling me shellac is bug pee-pee? No, I'm telling you it is it is the wings of the of The, the wings of the bug. Of the bug. Well, uh, okay. Can you imagine having that job? Go catch a bug, pull the wings pull off. Pull the wings <laughs> 
when, when I when I was a kid, we had we had a, a we bought it in a brick, and you um, you put it on a, a screen and scrape it back and forth on the screen and turn it into dust. Uh-huh. And you'd add it to uh, denatured alcohol and a little bit of linseed oil. Wow. No and, way. And, and, and made a great finish. You know? Wow. I wonder, can you still get yeah. the brick? Absolutely. You can get it from, um, oh, heck. Like uh, an Indonesian thing? <laughs> <laughs> so you, no, can, you, can get a, you can get it from the local, uh, from the, you know, guy. guy like co-op or something? No, you know, it's um, paint store, uh, it's, right? Uh, yeah, paint stores and Sherwin William. Uh, probably. Huh. Okay. I've never heard of the brick. But probably in a pre, probably in a probably in a pre mixed now. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know you can still get shellac, but I'm talking about the brick. I, I don't. That would I be neat. I'm sure you. I'm, I'm sure you can get it from. Um, oh heck, they're they're a big. Um, woodworking company. They sell tools and finishes. Okay. 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 Did you, I can't remember the. Did you yourself use the bug wings? Rick, as a child, yes. Uh, yes, as a child, yes. Huh? Mm. You know, you know, Timothy. I, I, I have to admit something. Uh, I was in Key West last week. And your name actually came up no way. In, oh, wow. in, in 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 conversation in in Key West. In Key West. It was from me, but and I just said, yeah, you know, we've we've got a guy down in Louisiana that lives off the grid because we were talking. I was talking to some people about solar panels, right? And, right yeah. mm-hmm. You know, turning salt water into uh-huh. drinkable water, and you know, right. all kind of stuff. So. Uh, well, cool. I was thinking about Timothy. There's a guy in my neighborhood who's got solar panels on his roof, and I went walk by, walking my dogs the other day, and now he's got solar in his garden. And I was—I really? think he uh-huh. built it himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. I thought Timothy off the well, grid would love some, that. Right. Solar's coming. Yes, I, I think it is. Oh yeah. yeah. So we'll solar see. is here, man. Yeah. It's well, here. well, it's it's getting no, a lot. It's it's, it's at your house. It's it's not. It's not at anyone else's house at this table, but it is at your house. They so. have, Timothy, uh, the well, innovations. I know, I know within within 15 miles of me, I know three farms that have it set up on their barn. Ooh, oh, farms. Nice. Oh, man, That's nice. a great place for hey, us. Timothy, what's your opinion on these solar shingles that are coming? Those are so cool. I have, You know, I, 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 I like the idea of it, but I don't like the... Uh, non-repairability of it right oh, yeah yeah it, got, interesting i've got you know, i my my thought is it, it, you know what's it going to cost me to own it and keep it and fix it you know mm-hmm. well you and know? if we have a listener that picks one up and goes through the process give us a call Ooh, and tell us about that that would be neat very cool all right wow that was uh, fast. Fits at 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.